Um, I would like to open this week with a poem, mm. if that's okay with you guys. Uh, absolutely. I would love that. It's um, Sunday morning for us. It's a day of rest. It's a day of reflection. Um, it's the Sabbath came about on the seventh day after God had created the world and he said this is good and he chilled and so I would like to read a poem today from uh, this is Rilke um, and stop me if you've heard this one before <clears throat> storming through the party like my name is El Nino when I'm hanging out, drinking in the back of an El Camino. As a kid, it was a skid and no one knew me by name. Trashed my own house party, because nobody came. I know I'm not the one you thought you knew back in high school. Never going, never showing up when we had to. Attention that we crave... Don't tell us to behave. I'm, I'm sick of always hearing act your age. I don't want to waste my time. Become another casualty of society. I'll never fall in line. Become another victim of your conformity and back down. That's from 1906. Don't feel like watching so I'll watch people guess them instead I don't know how it goes I think it starts with your uh, uh, show <laughs> That was good. That was almost as good as the deadpan 1906. I really appreciate that. <laughs> from 1906. <laughs> from 1906. There's no author. It's anonymous. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you, I can't tell if you added a word at the beginning of that poem. Uh, no, I don't think I did. the party, I... like my name is El Nino, and I thought it was hanging out drinking in the back of El Camino, but you said Me when too. hanging out. Is there a when in there? No, there's only, none there. There's not only, well, there's not only a when, okay. there's a when I'm. There's two, there's more. When I'm hanging out drinking in the back of an El Camino. Storming through the party like my name so, is El Nino, and I'm hanging out drinking in the back of an El Camino. He's well, in the back of an El Camino. Getting. He's in the back of an El Camino drinking. While that yeah, hanging El out. Camino is storming through the party, he's driving through the fucking house through, while in the back of the El Camino. Yeah. According to that song. And Great. in 1906, <laughs> an El Camino was a horse. Right. Ah, little El Camino. That was right at, after the, <laughs> as the Industrial Revolution was taken off. Uh, I unironically, <laughs> unironically fucking loved that song. I... There's I a reason I wanted to recite that. I've been falling back into it and non-ironically enjoying it, and it's uh, kind of sad. How you guys doing? Good, good. <laughs> Pretty oh, good, man. We're not moving on from that song. <laughs> no, anyway, no, no, no. I, so, I don't have much to, to I wanted add to do my this, dumb bit, but, but, and I but, wanted... Yeah. I, got Go a, a, I have a point. Uh, it's a great karaoke song. Um, yeah. Really fun to do with a bud, and it gets the party jumping. And uh, also remind me, so at the React job, I have to do a bunch of like React to music stuff. And I naturally just do a bunch of like 90s era things. Like I'll just do let's react to 90s music. And it's all like 
my picks of shit that I listen to, which I am finding out like some of it's off the beaten path a little bit when it comes to like billboard hot charts and stuff like that. But I was doing some research on a, on a video that I'm doing soon and I watched the Harvey danger video, Steve. Oh yeah. Flagpole sitter. Flagpole sitter. Yeah. Those fuckers nice. were babies. Yeah. <laughs> were babies yeah. in my mind. They looked so old and, and, <laughs> And going back to the video that I haven't seen for years, I was like, I'm going to see these people that I still identify as way older. Nope. Fucking babies. <laughs> oh, children. Now I'm listening to children. When did that happen? Yep. Did you know that Paul Thomas Anderson was 24 years old when he wrote and directed Boogie Nights? Isn't that crazy? Makes a lot of sense, you know, 24-year-old, obsessed with porn. Let's just make a movie about it. <laughs> it's crazy um, because, like, you'd think there'd be, you'd think that a 24-year-old making a movie would be, like, incoherent and, like, perverse and all of those things. What's up, buddy? But it's actually, like, a beautiful art, piece of art and a masterpiece somehow that a 24-year-old. Well, it's just like uh, old Damien Chazelle making Whiplash when he was, like, what, 27, 28, yeah. 29, something like that. It's crazy when you think about how, like, the greatest things that you've ever done in your life should have happened in your 20s. I'm not going to I'm going to refuse to believe that for now. So I can find happiness. <laughs> <laughs> um, That can't be true, Steve, because you were well into your early 30s before you saw Quantum Mania. <laughs> so pretty sure that we can all agree that oh. was a milestone. It is a milestone. <laughs> it is. The fact that we got a third Ant-Man movie is actually pretty... You've been hoping for it, I know. You've been hoping and praying. Well, I just love Paul Rudd a lot, and I think Paul uh... Rudd deserves all of the... <laughs> uh, I, I think Paul Rudd deserves all of the... It hasn't. Uh, yeah. You know, he just deserves... <laughs> I think he, de he deserves everything that has ever come so to him. Young. Everything. Everything that's ever come to him. W would we contend that Paul Rudd has reached an echelon that has only ever been reached by one other human being? And what I mean by that is a lot of people go, oh, who is the one celebrity that you think like the fabric of space and time would cease to exist if you found out they were like a drug dealing cartel pedophile? Tom Hanks. Every Tom Hanks. Everybody said Tom Hanks forever. However, I contend Paul Rudd has entered the Tom Hanks zone. Hmm. You think that's uh, quite a heavy claim, Joe? Uh, I think I like. I think it's the same idea of Tom Hanks, but it's like the Wish dot com Tom Hanks, as the kids <laughs> say, because he's never done like a movie that's like Forrest Gump good. But it's not about Paul the Rudd's talent. Been around. It's not about the talent. It's about it's about the it's about the likability and, and the recognition yep. yeah, and, and, the, and and the yeah. No, I see it. I see it. Because, I mean, this guy's in all those kids' movies, and there's lots of kids out there. And right now, if you ask a kid who Tom Hanks is, they might have trouble. But you ask a kid who Paul Rudd is, it might be yeah. easier for them to identify that person. But even so, demographics aside, I do believe that Paul Rudd has reached a, a unassailable level of likability. Yeah. When's the last time you've heard a I don't like Paul Rudd? When's the first time Never. you've heard of I don't like Paul Rudd? Never. Well, they did seem in Quantum Media to make it difficult to get, I would say, very attached to him. He, he It was not his best. 
dialogue. Well, it wasn't even like his. It wasn't even I like his movie. So, yeah, he was hardly in it. Really felt like he was just kind of there. But I will say that um, the the visuals in that movie were pretty entertaining. They're very beautiful. It was a very beautiful movie. The second and colorful. I, and, you know, I the movie was like really the movie really had me. And then Joe, it did something that you and I might recall from our youth, which was, and Elliot, maybe you've seen a few of these types of movies too. But I'm a, I'm a sucker for a the credits a, played flagpole sitter. No, I'm a sucker for when when either when two or more people get sucked into a thing. Uh, elaborate. There's a series of movies where people get sucked into a thing. Are you talking like inner space? Yeah, and like uh, <laughs> and like um, stay tuned. <laughs> That's the the sucked into subgenre. I love the sucked into. <laughs> sucked into the TV. Osmosis Jones, one might contend. Yes, and so what we've got in this movie is is we've got we've got that's uh, actually not, that's actually not part of the subgenre at all. It was a we've bad, got Michelle bad Pfeiffer though. I think it was great. I think Michelle Pfeiffer looked fantastic in that movie. She's be- stunning, beautiful woman. I think it, it, it like honestly, it got to a point beautiful. where I was like, is Michelle did Michelle Pfeiffer age gracefully, or is she just as a good surgeon? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever it is, she, though. I couldn't great. tell, but she looks great. And then you've got... What's his name? Who's that guy? Michael Douglas? Michael Douglas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said uh, the other Douglas. Kurt Douglas. <laughs> Ooh. Who's been dead for 40 years now. <laughs> Aged gracefully. <laughs> yeah, that guy looked like a skeleton. But yeah, Michael Douglas is like getting up there, man, and you can tell it's it looks like it's it, it's difficult for him to move around gracefully. Um, I want you guys to elaborate on your enjoyment of the movie real quick. However, as an outsider who's only seen the trailer, I did find it fascinating that they utilized the microscopic world as a way to still do a, a like a grandiose Star Wars esque visual escapade. Yeah, it's I mean, very like much I said, like Star Wars. Like I said, the the movie had me in, in, in up until and including when they get sucked into a device, which shoots them into the the macroverse or whatever the fuck it's called, and then they just keep getting smaller. The gravitron. And then they go, and then they're in that like, uh, what's it called? Like quantum verse. The quantum realm. Realm. Then they're in the they're in the quantum realm, and I'm like, this design is really cool. Like all these creatures are cool, and like the backgrounds mm-hmm. are really cool and stuff. And then uh, and then it just falls apart. Hold for cough, and he's back. And I honestly <laughs> had Thank a you. difficult time enjoying that movie, even though it's very tongue in cheek. Peyton Reed is a comedy director. He directed that movie. And if you watch that movie, like it's a bonkers comic book, literally translated to screen, it's a little <laughs> bit more enjoyable. But for the most Only part, little. I thought it was a fucking mess. And poor Paul Rudd didn't have much to do at all. Elliot, what would you, what you, what you, what you, what you? That's about, that's about what I would say. It's a beautiful. Really? Movie. Okay, let's the do the. Let's, let's yeah, let's play the game. Other than beautiful movie. So uh, it sounds like mess of a script, a little bit of a chaotic uh, uh, beginning to end. Paul Rudd didn't have a lot to do. Let's play the, uh, if you don't got nothing nice to say, uh, but we're going to have you say it. 
Name three mm-hmm. things that you both liked about that movie. I like the smashy face guy that everybody hates. He was actually very funny and Modoc? I thought arguably Modoc. I thought he was a very stupid character, oh my but he God, kept it entertaining. Modoc was so um, ridiculous every time. So ridiculous. Every line that he every, says is very dumb. Every time Modoc <laughs> and pops I up, that. you're like, "What the actual fuck <laughs> am I looking at?" It doesn't even look good. Like it, it doesn't just, look good for looking bad. It looks honestly, purposefully when, bad. When people compared it to spy kids i was like oh man that's not fair because spy kids was like fucking 15 years ago or some shit and i was like that those visual <laughs> effects are, definitely don't hold up and then i look at and then last night i see this fucking guy, and i'm like holy shit people weren't wrong <laughs> they weren't wrong there's just no way to make that not look ridiculous i've they, already said this is that because they made modok like the comic book modok did they go for it well, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, so uh, Elliot likes Smashy Face Guy. That's one. But here's yeah. the thing. I just want to say this about it. They're, if they were going to bring MODOK to the big screen to a live action movie, I feel like Ant-Man was the way to do it because it's already like bonkers and weird and like not really like the other Marvel movies. So I'm like, all right, fine, fuck it, let's go. And if we're going into the quantum realm where things are all topsy-turvy like Alice in Wonderland or whatever, might as well have some weird fucking, you know, Humpty Dumpty type fucking characters. But my God, it's bonkers, dude. Joey I feel like bonkers. Ant-Man is... Your son is the... asleep right there. Oh, he just wanted to come be near you. That's so cute. Is he, hung... is he hungover? Did, he, did you give him too much? <laughs> I gave him a fifth of vodka. Dared him to drive. Um, I did. Um, I did the Mario Kart ride. I went to Super. Wait, Mario hold World. on. I need. We need three things you oh, liked about. Oh, Man. we're still doing. And then, I'm, and then I'm going to make you do. Three we're giving this movie nice more about than the Mario than, Kart. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I actually okay. want you to. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Two, two more, more things, things you liked about Ant Man. And then we'll, you don't even have to elaborate. Just like two Man. nice things. Michelle Pfeiffer and um, the visuals. They're pretty. You stole everything I was going to say, except... Yeah, but you said it already, yeah. So I stole it from you. I... You were right. I don't think I liked... It's okay. I don't think I, it's okay. I, I don't think I liked Modoc. Like I might change my number one because it's like I, I appreciate they went I appreciate where they went with Modoc. I appreciate that they went all the fucking way with it. And they were like, fuck it, let's just lean into this shit. I really appreciate that. But I actually, if I'm only picking three things I liked, truly I agree with Michelle Pfeiffer being incredible and the visual effects being very cool. But I really like that little amoeba guy. You know what I'm talking about? A little pink amoeba yeah. guy? He's um, voiced by David Desmelchian. Who's that? Oh, is he really? He plays Polka Dot Man, and he's in a bunch of the other oh, uh, admins. Oh, that's right. He's great. Um, yeah. And I saw him at my local coffee shop about a month ago, and I, I, I about yeah. bricked right up. Before yep. we veer right and take a, a little turn into Mario Kart land, I will say one last thing about Modoc Elliot. You, if you like that character, but want it to, like, actually make you happy you should watch the television show the like the stop motion oh the modoc show with Pat it's, oh, yeah. it's yeah. really good cool. super funny yeah have you not cool. seen it steve Mm-mm. worth your time i've never it's heard really it. funny really i'm funny. not a big modoc fan i mean i get it don't have to be it's it's you it's less to. it's less modoc and it's more uh like uh futurama family guy like that type of animation bob's burgers tongue-in-cheek type humor 
Uh, you know really, what they really did stuff. do with Modoc though, which I thought was kind of cool. Rick and Morty. What? Which which nobody really like. Everyone was just showing screenshots of that big fucking face on the <laughs> on the thing, but nobody showed when it would have its like helmet down. And it looked like the comic book. It like looked like the comic book Modoc mm-hmm. when it had like its like helmet. It it could like open and close this like helmet thing. Mm-hmm. And when it when it was closed, it had these big evil glowing Modoc eyes, and the face looked all like comic book Modoc style. I thought that looked really cool. <laughs> but that only makes it funnier when he takes it off with his I know. Goofy and you're like, God damn it! This big dumb face is in here. <laughs> And then and then there's that ridiculous moment where he's like the girl dude I'm a, I don't give a fuck if you're if you think these are spoilers No one's going to see like it. it's made like record no it's it. dropped out record numbers in box <laughs> office it went from like a, a lot of money to like 1 million dollars <laughs> so I don't know how this happened but the young girl like Ant-Man's daughter in the movie has like her own Ant-Man suit and shit, and they never explain anything, and so they're just like, "All right, whatever, fine." Th- these these suits that they have look like they're maybe like a billion dollars each, because they do so much crazy shit. And it's like, who's dropping a billion dollars on this little girl's Ant Man costume? She- and Ant Man didn't even know about it. Yeah, she doesn't even try to use the the suit when she's traveling and <laughs> hurling through the quantum. <laughs> No, they no, they were saving it for a really cool movie reveal moment. Yep. Anyway, so there's this moment where she gets real big and she basically like beats the shit out of Modoc. And by the way, Modoc's in this movie too much, I think. And so she's beating <laughs> the fuck. Like if you've got a ri- if you've got a ridiculous looking <laughs> thing like that, why do you keep bringing it back and then filling just- the frame with its fucking <laughs> so weird funny. face? Anyway, at one point she's beating the shit out of Modoc, and then he's like all like broken on the ground with his little hands and legs like wiggling around, and and she's like, "You gotta stop, you gotta stop," and he's like, "I don't know how to stop. I don't know what I am," and she's like, "Well, you're kind of a dick," and he's like, "I don't want to be a dick. How do I? Make- do you remember this, Elliot? It's like the most bon- vividly. You're nailing it." It, it's like literally that, Joe. The dialogue is literally like, I don't want to be a dick. And she goes, well, <laughs> then stop being a dick. And then it cuts back to him and he goes, I'm going to stop being a dick. And then it cuts away. And then it <laughs> <laughs> it was like, holy shit. I can't believe I'm watching this. So just <laughs> insulting just to the oh, audience. Just no, it, absolutely. It was so insulting. Absolutely. No effort. No effort I at all. It. it was like they were making a TikTok. Dude, one last thing. There's a you know how each Marvel movie has two post credit scenes? <laughs> Wait a minute. Is this face really that normal? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm just yeah, looking, just looked just, up Modoc. Yeah. <laughs> they just yes. compressed it a little. Yeah, they just they <laughs> and, what the fuck? and he's that one guy that was the villain from the first Ant Man movie. Oh my god. The bald guy with the nose. Why is it him? Never cards. mind. I'll watch the movie someday. It, yeah, you'll see. Whatever. He. It's because in the first movie, at the end, they kill him by like. I can't believe that's what he looks like. By like crushing him. <laughs> I don't into know what the, I expected, but. Uh, dude, I. But honestly, 
everyone was like, what the fuck is this crazy shit? And I remember tweeting, I hadn't even seen the movie yet, and I tweeted a thing that was like, look, I haven't seen this fucking movie, but I know for a fact that if they were ever going to put MODOK in a live action setting, there's no way this motherfucker isn't going to look ridiculous (laughs) as shit. Uh, It's so weird. I love it. Okay, I'm in. Okay, so anyway, one last thing about Ant-Man, then we can move. I'm going to fucking throw up. One last Ant-Man thing. <laughs> Do you know how there's two post-credit scenes in Marvel movies? Mm-hmm. First oh, one God. sucked. Second, in did you watch uh, them, Elliot? No, I didn't know there were two. Uh, <laughs> there's always I felt two. Like I got punished <laughs> enough, and then I was like, whatever. I'm not even going to try to wait it. for a second one. I know, I know. but I'm try- And the first one was garbage, so I get it. The second one directly uh, connects the movie to the loki show oh which which i really liked i liked the loki show a lot i thought owen wilson and tom hiddleston as a a duo was really cool universally loved i thought people really enjoyed i i think so too i think it was universally liked uh so anyway it connected the movie that that ant-man movie directly to the loki show and uh, it was it was the best thing about the whole movie it was just that one little moment that reminded me about how cool Loki was. It's uh, why it's yeah. like it, Bruce Willis uh, splitted you. Yeah, exactly. It, dude, it totally <laughs> did. Because at the end of Split, you're like, all right, that was a decent, like, weird. Oh, <laughs> Bruce Willis is in there. My name's Glass. Remember? Wait, Glass was the other guy. <laughs> all right anyway uh so elliot i know you want to talk about nintendo world and the mario kart ride and stuff mm, but yeah, I'm, go for it i'm actually going uh what's today sunday i'm going tomorrow have you not done it no i i was gonna wait oh. until i was gonna wait until after yeah, the course. summer because it cool. seems like a nightmare to try to get in there but um, but I've heard it's, it's never gonna not be a nightmare to get in there. They yeah. they screwed the pooch on that land. It's so small and it looks crazy. It's crazy how small it is. But um, I'm gonna go Monday, and I feel like Monday is a good day to go. Like who the fuck's gonna go Monday? You know what I mean? It'll be a little better, probably. I think it yeah. might be a little better. So don't spoil too much. I'm about to I'm about to go tomorrow. So I won't spoil anything. I thought you'd already. Uh, done. I have yeah. not. Uh, I have not. I had. I was a great time. It's very. It's uh, what Kevin said. It's a little small, but it is so cute. It's so cute, and the ride is super fun. We didn't get a chance to go into Barstool Cafe or Toadstool oh. Cafe, whatever it is. Was that too busy? Barstool. Barstool is a little different. Barstool Sports Bar- Barstool has got Barstool's a, part a of cafe a different in uh, Mario <laughs> World. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? David Portnoy is just the there, like yelling at you while you try to eat a mushroom burger. It's yep. just like on all the screens. There's all these like fail videos going on and stuff. Uh, was it too? Bowser's busy? wasted at the bar. Uh, it's very busy. Yeah, the line is very get ready to wait. It, it takes a while, but they keep the line moving really nicely, and it doesn't feel like it's that bad. So for the ride, the game, I was right? pleasant. Yeah, just for the ride, and you gotta get like reservations. I don't know what kind of tickets you guys have. So I don't know how that would work, but once you get in there, you can't leave if you want to come back in. So you That's have to get so everything. Dumb. Yeah. So like you have to basically go, oh, I'm here. I have to get on the ride. And if we leave, then they won't. Let you yeah. If you leave return. the pipe, Steve, if you go through the pipe and go into Nintendo Land World, whatever, you have to stay there until you're done. Because if you exit the pipe, you're not allowed back Listen, in. Listen, Joe, I haven't left the pipe since I was a sperm. Just living in that quantum mania penis. 
Um, but Elliot, how long did you? Wait, 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 wait. I need to know this. Penis. Wait, so you had to do a reservation thing? No. What'd you have to do? We had like express passes. We were able to get in, but I don't know what your passes are. I think the regular passes you have to get in line or get Ugh. a virtual but, queue. But if you buy but an express pass, we just you got, could just we just go, walked in. You just walk right in. I think so. Yeah. And was there? Well, how long was that line when you were there? For the ride, uh, an hour or a hundred and five minutes. Mm. With express, not passes. too bad though. And they they did a great job decorating the um. Yeah, the express passes. The express pass didn't work for the ride. There's no express passes for any kind of the for the that one ride. But there. But if you have, I like this the is express... just a logistical conversation. <laughs> we're completely stopped having a podcast. And it's just for someone who's going like tomorrow. <laughs> it's like me when I'm going to Disney. I like. So what do I do with the genie? Plus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me explain. You got to get the app. Yeah. But anyway, did you did you get any of the little? Uh, did you get the wristband or anything like that? Didn't do the wristband. Mm-mm. You didn't feel like no, it. Looked cool. No, I didn't feel like didn't feel like spending forty bucks on it. Just wanted to do the ride, and the ride was great. I will really say, fun. review uh, a vicarious review through my son who has went, and I have not went. Oh, the, okay. The wristband for forty bucks is such garbage. Yeah, <laughs> it literally yeah, does sense. nothing. Like you, you can like hit a block and it'll ding for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If you give a shit, there's an app that tracks all your stuff and there's like secret things you can do. But I mean, it's about as useless as the magic band, which I think at Disneyland, which I think is also pretty useless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want to, if you want to drop that 40 bucks, go to town. But I would say like, if you're at, if you want to spend mm-hmm. money that you did not, Initially, you don't want to spend mm. an universal experience. I think, mm-hmm. I think that money is better left for either a a Harry Potter wand or b a beer in the Simpsons bar. <laughs> yeah, sure. dude. Actually, yes. that's that's yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, I will say. Let me say something that's not going to be a spoiler. <clears throat> this Simpsons ride is the worst ride that has it's, ever. It's uh, the been. worst ride. The you line like, like getting puking? to it is is truly it's psychological torture what so, they do to you when you're getting on this <laughs> ride. I've never seen anything like it. They give you true like the walls are like dark blue and they're like two feet across and they go directly up so you can't see anything and they make you stand there like for like twenty minutes at a time, even if you and then you get in there and then they, they shake you all around. That ride needs that whole land needs to get. We need to demolish that land. I think it's in. I think it's in great disrepair. Because when it was the Back to the Future ride, that ride was unbeatable. Yeah, everyone loved that ride. That Back to the Future ride was Disneyland level wizardry, and then it became <laughs> well, the Simpsons ride. And for some reason, they just like stopped giving a shit. Well, you went with uh with uh Sarah and Claudio, right, Elliot? Yeah. So I was sitting with I had lunch with them yesterday and Claudio was talking about his experience on the ride as well. And he legitimately described it as I think they've just let a little few screws go loose and they never fixed it. Yeah. Because. <laughs> yeah. They Isn't just it funny? They don't care. He was very upset. It's true. I, just, I really I think he's th- that's true. His, uh, the whole time it just kept him go. Oh n- no 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 no! Like his Italian accent just be like, oh no! Like it's just awful. so bad. Every moment, awful, awful. <laughs> did you get out? What did you think when you got off that ride? It's time to go home. 
Was that your last ride? <laughs> I was sore the next home. day. I'm too old. To, yeah, my body is getting to a place where it hurts. It genuinely hurts. And Did that's not go- even a roller coaster. That's just a little no. like shaky poo. Yeah. Did you go on uh, all the things? Mm-hmm. Well, what, we could, what did we you miss? On, no, we just went on Harry Potter. Uh, the also the uh, roller coaster in there, which the I'd never mummy. done before. That was really fun. Uh, the mummy was shut down. We didn't do the mummy. Too cold to do Jurassic Park. Which uh, roller coaster didn't... are you talking about? The Hippogriff one or whatever it's called. <gasps> oh, Flight oh of yeah, the... yeah, 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 yeah. Did you like that? Yeah, it's nice. But you know what else I like? Stamps.com. Really? Tell Ooh, me about it. Okay. Well, here, let me uh, take that ball from Elliot really quick. Let me. Joe, you got my... something to say about stamps? Yeah, I do. You know what, guys? The year goes by fast. It's already, uh, let me check my watch, freaking March 2023. It goes by faster if you're a business owner like us. I'm feeling unwell. Like us. Guys, 2023 is already well underway, so don't wait any longer to level up your small business and set your year up for success. Get ahead of the competition by using stamps.com to mail and ship. Stamps.com lets you print your own postage and shipping labels right from your home or office. Uh, that is called, let me check. John, what is that called? Yeah, convenience. It's ready to That's go in. That's where John is. John's at your place. It's been a while. Stamps.john. <laughs> <laughs> it's ready to go in minutes so you can get you get back to running your business sooner. Guys, the post office gets elevated. Postage rates are, they just increased again. Uh, government. But well, I can't handle all these increases. Luckily, stamps.com has the best discounts in the industry with rates you literally can't find anywhere else, like up to 84% off USPS and UPS. That's insane. 84% is a legitimately insane number. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, very high, Plus, very big number. Stamps.com automatically tells you your cheapest and fastest shipping options because they're not messing around. It's a one-stop mm. shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. For 25 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Get access to the USPS and UPS shipping services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. We've been using it at Valley Folk for years now. It's made everything incredibly easy. Saved a bunch of time so we could we could make the funnies, you know? And if you sell your products online, like we do, movie, movie, game, stamps.com seamlessly connects with every major marketplace and shopping cart. It's a stress-free solution for every small business. Use stamps.com to print postage wherever you do business. All you need is a computer and a printer. They even send you a free scale. No other business sends you a scale. I'm going to throw that out there. So you're going to have everything That's you need true. to get started. That's and, very have true. You ever? No, I have not. I, I truly have never gotten from... And I I've think never they, gotten a free scale anywhere else. I think they need yep. to talk about that and highlight it a little bit more. You get a free scale mm-hmm. with stamps.com. I need, need a new scale. If you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your stamps.com dashboard. So set your business up for success when you and get started with stamps.com today. Sign up with the promo code Valleycast for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and that scale, aforementioned digital scale. So mm-hmm. there's no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter the code Valleycast, V-A-L-L-E-Y-C-A-S-T, Valleycast. That was wonderful, dude. Great job, Joe. I like how you threw in a little aforementioned as for a razzle-dazzle there. So that was... Spice it up. It was, That's a good it was really multisyllabic great. word. Multisyllabic. Thank you to stamps. 
Com. And thank you to the wonderful world of Harry Potter where I ate sausage and mashed potatoes in the tavern. Isn't that nice? I do like the those. It was like, so the, nice. Oh, you have Parker. The Bri- yeah. There's like a British like meal you can get in there. Yeah, that's fun. Um, so bangers and mash. Bang, yeah, kind of Are- like bangers and mash. Yeah. Sorry, Ellie. What were you gonna say? I didn't have anything. I just was hoping something would come out. I was hoping. Something- <laughs> oh, nothing <laughs> fell out. Nothing. Ah. I was. I've said everything. I think that I, I had. You to... guys are real excited about this cake show that's coming. So you guys are. You guys are all in on this cake. What the cake, hell are you talking about? Cake oh, is coming. Oh, cake the cake the band. Cake I you were the like, band. Yeah, cake the band is. Like you were talking about like nailed it or some shit. No, no. Me too. Yeah. You guys um, are. You guys are all in on this cake thing. I'm in for a fun, nostalgic auditory romp with my friends. I agree. And did you also know that Journey is coming to Journey is touring in LA? Oh, that I've heard they are not so good live these days. Really, I've heard conflicting things. Because that that guy, that guy, maybe they're great. Yeah, that guy that's like their 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 new lead singer. I've been wanting to see him perform live for a while now. Oh yeah, that that was the young. uh, yeah, the young man that they picked up years ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it sounded exactly like him. Cool. Yeah. Well, maybe they're great. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm I'm stoked to see him. I know Toto is opening for them. Ooh. Um, also having a little bit of a resurgence lately. Right. right? Yep. It's kind of fun. Do you know they did a cover of the Weezer song Hashpipe? <laughs> did they? No. Is it good? <laughs> I didn't like it, but I'm not a big Toto <laughs> fan, so I'm sure it's great. Uh, I was like, yeah, that's Ash, but... Uh, I've been watching, speaking of music, I've been watching, uh, there's only been two episodes, but Steve, I know you have a soft spot in your heart for this. I don't know about you, Elliot, but as far as saccharine, shitty reality shows go, and they're all saccharine and shitty, and if they're not saccharine, they're just shitty and drama-filled for no reason, Uh I'm watching American Idol, and I freaking love the show. Oh, man, so you're still back in, huh? I love the first half of the American Idol journey. I love the auditions. Yeah, I love yeah, watching yeah. people's dreams come true in real time. I I love watching legitimately talented people get discovered. I really, really like it. They over-edit it. They over-lean into like the sad stories way too much. I cry seven times an episode. Uh works. By by the t- the second half of the season, it becomes garbage because that's when like too much like just racism gets involved with the voting process, and it's it's a very oh really oh yeah 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 it's uh it's really really sad watching like legitimately talented like the best people on the show get kicked off because maybe they're gay or trans or not white. <laughs> oh, I now. see. Um, I thought you meant on like among the contestants. No, no, no. <laughs> but I will say. Watching, like, again, legitimately talented people be discovered and, and just seeing legit human reactions. I feel like the judges are really good at it of, like, just being blown away. I mean, these are talented yeah. people for sure, too. And, like, yes. nothing wrong with watching talented people be talented. But here's what I like that they do on the show. Because Heather, my my wife Heather, not my other non-wife Heather, but the wife Heather, she uh, she watched a couple episodes as well. And she mentioned, she's like, huh. Because she hasn't watched it for a while. She goes, where's all the bad auditions? Because what they don't do anymore is highlight all of the really yeah. like, like, <laughs> like 
unself-reflective, self-aware humans yeah. that go yeah, on there. because they realize that it was like exploitative. It was like even more exploitative. And they don't the do it anymore. And it's, yeah. it, I love that they have at least made that very, I think, human choice to not do that, especially in an era where like back when it first started, the first like three, four years of it, those clips weren't going to like live on the internet forever necessarily. <laughs> so it is. Yeah, some of those people shouldn't have been made fun of for 15 minutes at a time. Uh, uh, I mean, that's the thing. That's the thing. Some, they really leaned some of into them. it. Yep. Yeah, you can't. I you think, never know. But they don't I do that anymore, and I, I really I like that, that. It's interesting because that aspect of the show really put them on the map. You know, like it really brought people to the show. To yeah, come you wanted to see the train wreck. Be... Right, And then exactly. eventually find, like, the mm -hmm. diamond in the rough. There it's was, like, good a, that they a don't shot do it. I mean, yeah. I do, I do wish they would do like throw in one for good old time's sake, but it'd have to be very carefully done and not. They'll throw truly... in one for old time's sake here and there. It's never like okay. a, a five minute edited package like they'll do for the super legit people that they're like, they want to like prop up. But yeah. the judges are just <laughs> better. I don't want to say better humans, but I'll just use that phrase better humans across the board. They're not, they're like, they understand the situation and they don't lean into it nice, just like yeah, maybe yeah. this isn't your thing as opposed to just simon nice. being like you're a big piece of shit for wasting my time on this show idiot <laughs> awful <laughs> worst thing i've ever seen so anyways i i enjoy the journey even and I've, I've enjoyed it more than any other like singing competition show that i've tried to watch like the voice and stuff like that i, I like american idol i think then, they, you know you're yeah. an american idol guy something yeah. wrong with that they, you know they make they make a, 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 a an easy to swallow little show, don't they? Like mm -hmm. it's just you sit down, it's wholesome. You you don't have to worry about it being controversial, really. Like it's just good old American television. Yeah, yeah I guess it's my my like one indul. It's my my guilty pleasure. It's your TV little guilty show. pleasure. TV. Other show. people have a, a like their own reality version, like. I I don't watch The Bachelor and stuff like that, but American Idol's mine. There you go. I've been doing a rewatch of yeah. The Venture Brothers. You ever seen that show? Yes, sir. It's great stuff. It's a fantastic show that is a slow burn, but really, really delivers. It's like Arrested Development meets Futurama. It's good stuff. Okay. It's old very well swim. animated, old school adult swim. Some of the language in the show is a little outdated. I can't believe what they let fly in that show, actually. <laughs> it's like fucking pot, like uh, college kid, like vomit, like, you know, shit they say to each other at a at a kegger sometimes. But it is a very intelligent show, uh, despite the fact that they let some choice words fly. But, yeah, I'm rewatching that show because the Venture Brothers movie is coming. They're they're oh. they're uh, they're saying farewell to the Venture Brothers with a with a big movie. That's been in the works oh, for like man. 10 years or something. Speaking of, I'm sure you saw it yesterday, Steve, uh, Elliot. I don't know if you did, but maybe you did. Uh, it's so weird for me to say they are they are actually taking my childhood and turning it into a movie because this has been turned into a movies and started as movies and television from back in the day. But they're redoing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Another movie is coming out. Yeah. They announced the cast in the yeah, movie yesterday. This is part of my entertainment news. Your your live your, action? Uh, uh, no, it's animated, and yeah. it's 
it's kind of the animation seems to be inspired by Spider-Verse a little bit, yeah. which is dope. But the voice cast is insane. And Steve probably is ready to pull it up. Yeah, Joe, and, you guys ready for my Hollywood, uh, my Hollywood up, moment here? What they're doing. Yes. Get ready while I finish my thought. When I say it's like they're taking the childhood, which they already did because it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they're doing the toys. They're doing like all of these crazy side toys that they created for money back in the 90s. <laughs> there are all these like side mutants like Monte, Monty Moose from Canada and Mondo Gecko and, and yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. all of these. Like just... Batman would have like the yeah. Aqueduct Scuba Batman and like the Rocky <laughs> Mountain Climbing Batman. But these aren't the Batmans. These are just side characters. These are like, they oh, were like, what character. other animals can we turn into mutants? Right, oh, this, right. This I see stingray. It. I see. Dude, this, this stingray gecko, guy. This, I like uh, <laughs> this bat. And they're like taking the toys and they're actually like giving them life, but they're giving them life with amazing animation and the voice cast is insane. Steve, hit hit the Hollywood report. Well, if you guys are ready for some <laughs> wonderful news from Tinseltown, uh, what we have here is uh, quite a cornucopia of uh, of uh, news today. Uh, as Joe was saying, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, you got to turn that down just a little bit. No, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> may, excuse me, Hollywood is loud, Joe. <laughs> Okay. It's also the word is concubine, not cornucopia. Sorry, sorry. it's a, con a concubine of uh, news today. Teenage Mutant Ninja right. Turtles mutant. The Pilgrims had a lush, bountiful concubine on the table at the first Thanksgiving. <laughs> Guys, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mutant mayhem. Is the, name, is the name of the movie and, and it sets its voice cast as Joe was uh, uh, mentioning here you should check his pulse Joe uh, the voice cast features John Cena Jackie Chan Ice Cube Seth Rogen Paul Rudd Maya we Rudolph <laughs> we were just talking about Paul Rudd <laughs> Uh, but yeah, John Cena is playing Rocksteady. Seth Rogen's playing Bebop. Hannibal Burris is Genghis Frog. Rose Byrne is Leatherhead. You know what Leatherhead is, right? Uh-uh. Oh, is Le it the baseball glove? No, Leatherhead was a, like, Bayou Southern big-ass crocodile. Oh, that's right. Quite the interesting voice choice for that. Rose Byrne. <laughs> Jackie Chan is Splinter, which is pretty cool. Ice Cube is Superfly. Natasha Dimitriou, Demetriou, Demetro, Demetriou is Wingnut. Oh, man. Giancarlo Esposito is Baxter Stockman. Post Malone is playing Ray Filet. Post Malone is playing Ray <laughs> This just sounds so nice. Uh, this, is, this is huge news for Ninja Turtles fans because, my goodness, what a cast. What an announcement. Uh, you know next... who Natasha is, right, Steve? Nope. Uh, what we do in the shadows. Oh, that's how you say her last name. She's. I don't great. know if you said her last name right, but you said something. <laughs> yep. No, I said it. Guys, uh, and then also yeah, another yeah, in yeah, entertainment yeah. news, Tom Sizemore died. I don't. You said it in such. And a, Disney's the Haunted Mansion trailer oh. 
it has debuted Danny DeVito, Rosario Dawson, and others star in this A-list cast creepy remake. Wow, cool. Another one. Uh, <laughs> Neat. Honestly, How exciting. honestly, I get it. That is the right response. It's like, really? We're going to, how many, the thing is, is Disney owns these, these red hot franchise possibilities and Haunted Mansion is ripe with them. I remember initially yep. Guillermo del Toro and, uh, and uh, Ryan Gosling's company. We're going to work together to make a Haunted Mansion movie that uh, looked really cool. They even made posters and everything and that never happened. And now we've got this Haunted Mansion movie, which, by the way, I I have been uh, I have an open mind with this one. If you guys watch the trailer, it actually looks kind of cool. I have not. Did you not it, enjoy the Eddie Murphy romp? No, I didn't. Because <laughs> I went to I went to Comic Con and to, and went to the Haunted Mansion panel for the Eddie Murphy movie, and they were like, "This will not be an Eddie Murphy movie. This is a Haunted Mansion movie first. And then an Eddie Murphy movie, and then it was like the exact opposite of that. It was just a fucking bad Eddie Murphy movie. And then, um, but yeah, watch this trailer, guys. I highly, highly recommend you check out this trailer. The tone is really cool. The cast is really cool. We got Owen Wilson playing like an exorcist, basically. Okay, okay. If you do a little, if you do a little bit of a, 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 a flip the script on it, it could be fun. Go a yeah, little check darker. Check it out. It Go looks little... like it's like a bunch of like. Uh, it's like a ghost busting team almost like going to the haunted mansion to try to like rid that mansion of ghosts or something. Now that'd be an interesting crossover ghostbusters and haunted mansion. Oh man. Don't even get my, don't even get, it's too early to wet my whistle, Joe. Uh, and, uh, uh, reaching the end of this entertainment news segment, Deadpool two star Jack Kessie was cast as Hellboy. In the reboot called The Crooked Man. This is really bonkers news, man. Why is there another Hellboy There's a new, reboot? <laughs> There's a new Hellboy get it this time. reboot. They'll <laughs> get it. I, I really don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Like Hellboy is like an underground like indie comic that made its way into the uh cinemas because of Guillermo del Toro. Really he nailed it, you guys, by the way. Yes. Oh. But well, then they like re it. then they did like a reboot with that fucking guy from David Stranger Harbor. Things. Say his name. <laughs> Whatever. I forgot Say his it. name. There is a reason this is happening and they keep remaking this franchise, and it is part of the satanic deep state, which runs both <laughs> Hollywood and Washington, DC, and they're literally bringing back Hellboy so as to usher in the apocalypse as was foretold in the book of Revelations 4. Steve, why did the background music drop to a minor key and slow down when Elliot started talking? <laughs> yeah. Because he's speaking the truth and Hollywood gets real excited about it when that happens. Um, man, yeah. New Hellboy movie. Real weird. I don't really get it. And, and last but not least... Isabella Merced joins Kaylee Spaney in a new alien movie for 20th Century and Scott Free. There's a new alien movie coming out, and we didn't even know about it. Uh-oh, you're muted, Joe. My response to most of what you said in all of this was, okay. <laughs> uh, and 
uh, also, uh, did you know that this uh, woman st was in uh, all the way is in uh, in the in the lead in New Line's Turtles all the way New Line's Turtles all the way down, the upcoming film adaptation of John Green's New York Times best-selling novel for HBO Max. Oh, can I? Oh, m music ended perfectly. Let's tangent out of this, and I, I have. See I will tangent into to two thoughts from what you came off of your entertainment news. Okay. Um, one, John Green is still wonderful. Can we say mm -hmm. that? Can we mm -hmm. all agree? Have you guys been watching his that. his social media lately? Yes, it's great. Cracks me up. I love it so much. He just has a mic and he's just like pontificating and saying his thoughts. And he's he like, says whatever he wants, and it's very he's just articulate. Strolling through the woods, he's just just a lot sitting about in... tuberculosis. A lot yeah. of tuberculosis. Oh. But it's just, uh, it's he's just an example of. It's just nice to listen to a a, a smart, introspective, uh, just intelligent man say things mm -hmm. with with empathy, yeah. and and like striving to like not be controversial, like on purpose. Even though some people might find some of his statements controversial if they want to, he's sure. just like trying to put good into the world, and I just love it. I love I love me some John Green. I agree, dude. I yeah. I fully agree. Um, Are you saying that because you think me and Steve don't like John Green, Joe? Is that what's going on? Yeah, here? yeah. I mean, you guys wanted to start that podcast, and I was like, I don't really. We want don't got to talk about. That. Well, that's all our time. Don't talk so about the grass is always greener here. Don't talk about that here. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wanted to call it not that grass. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, what a fun time. I love catching up with you guys every week, even if it happens at the ass crack of dawn. Um, thank you for our listeners, our patrons, uh, and everyone else, sponsor. And Elliot, Joe, always fun talking to you gentlemen. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Always yeah. fun no, uh, hearing what you guys are watching, listening uh, listening to, doing, etc. Elliot, do you want to end on another poem? One last poem? Yeah. <clears throat> and Joe, anything else you want to add to the end here? No, I was just kind of wondering what you were, were going to talk to uh, the congregation about at your service today. Uh, who? who uh, me or Elliot? Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm you want to talk about my cult today. today, too? You want to bring up Grasses Greener and I... the cult I started? <laughs> this is so... Uh... <laughs> from the ninth elegy uh if you have this mm. one collection the the stephen mitchell collection is on page 199 what's with these homies <laughs> i don't i don't want to keep going <laughs> <laughs> you just end there yeah.